Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 69. So this is the episode I've been told to make count that it only comes around once. Uh, episode 69. You get it? 69. Uh, but I, I'm excited for this episode because I have gotten a lot of requests over the past couple of months since I started doing the podcast to do a relationship episode. An episode on dating, relationship, things like that. And I kind of kept waiting and waiting and waiting and haven't done it. But you know... It's episode 69. What better time to do it uh, than now? So, do you get it? Episode 69, relationships, dating, 69. <laughs> I'm 14 years old. Anyway, uh, in all seriousness, I am going to talk about relationships in this episode. And I'm going to lean on kind of my like past 10 years of dating and the past, uh, you know, in the past year of being, you know, pretty super single and have some, having some thoughts on this. So I'm going to talk about four pretty specific things that I've noticed when it comes to dating and relationships and what you can do to make most of your time if you're single right now. And it all comes back to self growth for me. So I'm excited to talk about that. I'm excited to talk about what the heck I mean when I talk about embracing your hoe phase. So uh, I'll get right into it in just a second. I do want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor in defense of paper. If you've been listening for a while, you know who they are. I'm a big fan of them. Um, anything I feel, you know, in life, if it's a goal of yours, if it's important to you, you need to write it down. Uh, and I know a lot of you are into journaling anyway, writing down you know, your goals, daily gratitude journaling, um, just being creative, writing things down. Uh, and that's great. And I think In Defense of Papers is a great sponsor for the show. They make amazing journals. Um, and I think they could really help your, your journaling, your scribbling, your, your gratitude experience that much better. So in defense, the in defense of paper creates amazing high quality journals sourced manufactured in the U.S. Um, they still believe that a journal has a place 
even in a day and age where we're all on our phones, um, 200 pages in each of their journals, really high quality paper. It lays flat. That's really important if, if you're used to journaling or anything like that. So, you can go to In Defense of Paper um, and you can use code CASE for 10% off your final order. I'll give you 10% off. Code CASE, indefenseofpaper.com. So, let's get right into it. Anyway, 69, the relationship episode. Um, and I'll start with a quick caveat, um, a little bit of fine print because uh, I love you all. I really do. But I just know that my DMs are going to blow up after this with with feedback. Some will be good. Some will be bad, I'm assuming. Um, you know, I love feedback. So keep the DMs coming, please. Um, but I have a feeling, you know, when I start talking about dating and relationships, people are going to have thoughts, you know. People all have opinions, but I feel like relationships are a really uh, specific topic where people are very opinionated either way, uh, or maybe people are frustrated, which leads to emotion, which can lead to some very reactive feedback, which is great. I expect some feedback. Um, you know, I just my caveat here is that what I'm talking about in this episode is just my personal opinion. It's just my personal observation and what I've learned. Some of what I'll talk about in this episode is is where I want to be, not necessarily where I currently am. Uh, I'm definitely not a relationship expert. Far from it. 100% not. Uh, I'm not a relationship expert. Uh, I'm just a dude living in a big city who's dated around. Um, you know, so don't look to me <laughs> to answer your relationship woes. But I think I, I can be helpful. Um, what I can offer, I think, are personal observations, again, from over 10 years of dating, um, several serious relationships, uh, several non-serious ones. And what I can offer, I think, is my take towards relationships and everything in between um, in regards to self-growth and regret. And these are really common themes of most of my episodes that I don't want to grow older and have regret, that I want to really, really want to reach my potential. Um, and, you know, with regret, I don't want to regret things that I didn't do, didn't say, didn't experience. You know, for me, that's that's kind of a fear of mine, a vulnerable, a vulnerable thing about me. And I think relationships certainly play a role there. So, I'll talk about relationships in the context of, of doing everything you can to minimize regret, you know, increase your personal growth and just be happy. You know, specifically, I'm talking about how to make the most of the time when you're single. I'm not necessarily really talking about in this episode, um, you know, what to do, how to think if you're in a relationship currently. I can do that in another episode. Um, so, I think if you're single right now, you'll get a lot of value from this episode. If you're in a relationship, that's great. I still think you'll get a lot out of it because, again, it all comes back to self-growth and that's applicable to anyone. So, again, just my opinion, uh, single dude living in Chicago. Although at one point I will say I was the runner-up Chicago Luxury Magazine most eligible men in Chicago list, so you know it's kind of, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> uh, and also, as I said in a couple episodes ago, and you guys all took it to Instagram, but I'm 30, so just trust me. You know, hashtag I'm 30. Uh, sound good? Cool. So uh, let's. I'll spin on over to Instagram real quick. I took a couple screenshots just to you know, kind of level set where we are with with dating, uh, relationships, everything. Um, and you know, there's a lot on Instagram. Um, as everyone likes to the bitch and moan about fuck boys, basic Betty's, basic Becky's, bad Bumble experiences, all that fun stuff. So here's a couple just to get us started. Um, here's one that I screenshot. It says. People ask me, why are you single? You know, you're attractive, intelligent, and creative. My reply is, I'm overqualified. I kind of like that. A little bit of swag. I respect that. Some some BDE vibes there. 
Uh, here's another one. Men are so replaceable. I need you bitches to start acting like you know that what one man won't do for you is homie will. I'm not going to really respond to that one, but that one was interesting. Uh, this, one's, this one says, uh, unless your dick ejaculates champagne and can make me shake like a broken washing machine, you are replaceable. Remember that the next time you're acting up. <laughs> some, some stupid stuff on here. Uh, so, one last one. This one says, don't skip your hoe phase. It will come back and haunt you when you are married. Now we're talking. I actually, I actually like that one. Those are all pretty silly, and I just chose them because one I think made me laugh. But, but two, that the last one actually um, has something to it. Maybe we'll think of another word other than hoe. But I like this as a starting point to the episode. In that, to me, when it comes to relationships, dating, marriage, all that stuff, to me, the key is minimizing regret down the road, and you know, embracing your hoe phase. I think is the way to minimize regret down the line. I'll probably say ho phase a bunch in this, but we'll level set on it. Um, you know, and I put together a couple pieces of advice. I wrote down four for this, but I'd actually like to start here with this, as I think this quote is is really the foundation of what I'm going to talk about here. This idea of your ho phase. <laughs> um, I think the better word here is your experience phase, your dating around phase, having fun, hanging out, meeting people phase. Um, I think this life phase is the most important phase of your life not just for dating. You know, it's it's during this phase where you figure out what you want from others, from yourself. So if you kind of want the the clickbait summary for this episode, for this episode it's that if you're single right now, embrace it. Don't try to escape it quickly. Just embrace it. Embrace this hoe phase as an opportunity, an opportunity to really come into your own, to own your shit, to discover more about yourself so that you can then find those things in other people. And that's going to require a lot of trial and error. So I think you're, you're really going to need to put yourself out there, <laughs> but not like in a hoe-like way necessarily. Um, you know, if you want to love yourself, like all the typical dating advice says, you know, you got to love yourself. Um, this is the time to do it. This is the time to develop that self-love. And I think this is so important and so essential in our lives to coming to truly understand what you want out of a partner, not what you think you want or what you've been told to want or have been told to think you need to want, <laughs> you know, I'm talking about what you actually want. And again, this isn't to discount people who have never had this phase, a single phase, you know, people maybe married their high school sweethearts or have been in a relationship for 10 years or anything like that. Kudos to you. That's great. But I think that's the mino a minority of people. I'm talking about people who are in who are single in their 20s or their 30s. This is the time to have your hope phase, for lack of a better word. This is the time to learn. And I think that's so important because I see so many people doing all this bullshit saying, oh, I'm going to be alone forever or I hate boys or I hate relationships or whatever. And I look at them and I'm like, come on, like you're 24 or you're 27. Hey, what are you talking about? Or even if you're 30, like I'm 30, nothing wrong with that. Like who cares? Like slow the F down. What's the rush? There's so much opportunity during this time. And the more you rush into things, the more you might have regret down the line. And I'm all about minimizing that. But again, I see so many people wanting to rush into things so that they're not alone or whatever reason. And I think that's wrong, frankly, because one, yeah, that can lead to a lot of regret, but wrong too, because you're overlooking just the huge, huge, huge opportunity this time presents for you. I think this time in your life when you're single is the best opportunity for you to grow, hands down. Because I think once you find that person in your life, that's great. That's amazing. That special person, things become different. 
You know, they just are. And there's no real way around it. And yes, of course, with the right person in your life who pushes you to grow and empowers you, you'll still grow, absolutely. But things are just different. You know, you have different priorities, responsibilities, focuses. You're not in the same frame of mind as when you're single. So I really want to encourage you to embrace this single phase, your hoe phase, as they call it here. Embrace it for what it is, an opportunity to grow personally and an opportunity to really figure out what you want out of someone else. More on this in a minute, but I want to lay the foundation here. So with that being said, I did I wrote down four pieces of advice I have when it comes to making the most of your hoe face so that you can find someone to be with who just empowers you, who inspires you, and most of all, makes you happy with little to no regret down the line. So the first thing for me, and this is the biggest and I'll spend the most time here, um, and the, this has really defined my attitudes towards dating and relationships, it's that you need to focus on foreplay. <laughs> You get it? Foreplay, it's like a sex thing because it's episode 69. Uh, But no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that there's something you need to do before you get down to the business of dating or trying to find someone. And that's getting to know yourself, really getting to know yourself. That's the foreplay. Do you get it? Episode 69. Okay, stop. Uh, But in all seriousness, if you you skip this step, um, I think you're, you're going to, one, you end up all kinds of frustrated with the people you date. And two, you'll likely run into some relationship regret down the line because you, again, might jump into something serious without ever knowing yourself. And the the fact of the matter is, if you don't know who you are and what makes you tick, any relationship you have is going to be shaky at best. You know, things might appear fine on the surface, but how can you expect to know what you want out of someone if you don't know what to expect of yourself? You know, what makes you tick? And I think... For me, that's the key to dating, knowing what I want, clearly and truly knowing what I want. And the first step to that is focusing on yourself. And I think there's no better time than during your hoe phase. Now, that sounds obvious, right? And and honestly, it sounds like the anthem to any single girl on Instagram or whatever. You know, I'm just focusing on me right now, that kind of thing. But that's great. Honestly, if that's really true, if you're truly focusing on yourself, that's fan-freaking-tastic. You should do that. Uh, and I have. I've really been doing this. I've been single for just about a year now. And that's single coming hot out of a two-plus-year relationship. And before that, a year-long relationship. And then before that, a three-year-long relationship. You know, aka, I'm kind of the king of relationships here. Or I was, rather, in, in my 20s. You know, always in a relationship. <clears throat> I think the the longest period of time when I was single prior to this past year was maybe like four months, five months at some point. So it's kind of a big change of pace, but it was intentional, um, difficult, but intentional, you know, and it was easy to want to hop back into something when I, I became single um, and not wanting to be alone. But I think once I found that I was able to break through that barrier and embrace the fact that I was single, I can tell you that it was life changing. It was empowering. It was uh, transformative. Truly being single and embracing your hoe face can really help you level up like nothing else can. If you make the most of it, aka put yourself out there, meet new people, be yourself, your true self, be introspective, all those things. If you do those things, you'll get to know yourself on a level that I just really don't see being possible if you're in a relationship. And I could be wrong. I'm sure people are going to send some flack my way. But that's just my perspective from my experience that when you start demanding more of yourself and figuring out what you want, you then in turn can project that on others 
And from there, you could find the right person for you. But without doing that, I feel like you're kind of just shooting in the dark. You're just guessing. You're hoping for the best. You're hoping to get lucky. So my first piece of advice here is is more mindset driven, of course, and that I want you just to embrace being single if you're single right now. It's a wonderful opportunity to just to just learn and just be in that phase. I did a quick poll on Instagram this morning when I was thinking about this episode to see what you all thought was the best piece of relationship advice you can offer. Someone uh, offered something that had that was great and I think is a good intro to this. So thanks Nabila for sending this to me. She said I think the most important piece of advice, I think, is to view your partner as an independent person. You have to let them be who they want to be, someone you'd want them to be. They are their own person. Don't make it about your ego and stop thinking that if they didn't do something that you wanted that they're not important. You can be important to your partner, but they're important to themselves too. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Then, then I got a screenshot from someone. It was from a guy who was wondering why why all the girls he dated were insecure. And the answer was because he was insecure. He also wondered why all the girls he dated seemed so unsure of what they wanted. And that was because he had no clue what he wanted. You know, like attracts like. And there's a quote from that said, you can't meet someone in Hawaii when you're begrudgingly walking around the Los Angeles airport. You can't find someone on a trip you refuse to go on. And I think both of those points... Um, are spot on and really speak to this, that if you want all these great qualities in someone else, but you don't have them yourself, or you're not working towards them yourself, you're setting yourself up for failure. 
you have to work on these things first. There's no way around it. And again, to my point a couple minutes ago, I've been in quite a few relationships throughout my 20s. Nothing uh, unhealthy or bad or anything like that. But the one thing I've learned coming out of them is that if you want to find the right person for you, you have to first become the right person for yourself. Sounds easy enough, right? And it sounds kind of cliche, but we all skip this step. We really do. Uh, I did, at least. I skipped it for 20 odd years, right? 20 some odd years. If you want to find value in someone else, you have to first value yourself, find value in yourself. You have to take care of yourself. And I think the best way to do that is to free yourself from needing certain things, needing other people to think you're successful or funny or confident or whatever, needing to win, needing insert whatever thing here. It's your job to free yourself of that need. And when you do, that's when you're ready to find someone else. And that's why I think this hoe phase is so important because it's when you learn to be free. And again, to be clear, I keep saying ho and I keep <laughs> smiling to myself. I'm not talking about sleeping around here. Uh, sure, that maybe that's part of it. I think that's fun. But I'm talking about experience here, experience, perspective. The, thing I, the things I talk about every single episode, putting yourself out there, being rejected, saying how you feel, being goofy, being intentional, giving real feedback, being bold, all those things. Basically, working as hard as you can on you and yourself and building your self-esteem. You know, for me, this is taken the form of just being eager to meet new people, date around and have fun. No strings attached, no expectations, no pressure. Uh, it's why sometimes I'll give my number out on Instagram to a random girl with no expectations other than to see what I can learn from it, from a new experience, from a new perspective, or agreeing to be set up on a blind date or going up to someone at a bar or a coffee shop or whatever. You know, that mentality has led me to go on a lot of dates that I never would have gone on before, meet girls I never would have met before, say things, do things I never would have before, all with the intention of doing it for me, you know, so that I can learn something about myself and what I want. And, and frankly, is something, this is something that I'm still, you know, working towards what I want. You know, that's what a, this phase is all about. That's what being single is all is all about. It's not about being sad that you're single or, you know, getting hung up on your last bad relationship and carrying that with you or, you know, feeling that you're lonely or any like kind of bullshit like that. It's about celebrating the fact that you get to live, that you get to know yourself better every single day with the intention, of course, of eventually finding someone who is right for you and to do that at your own pace. And it leads me to my second point here that in this phase, I'm encouraging you to put yourself out there. Go on dates, meet people, introduce yourself to people, be aggressive with that. And at the same time, I'd encourage you to, to stop buying into or even like considering other people's opinions, dating advice, relationship advice, Cosmo magazine, please. You know, it's all bullshit, frankly. Yeah, of course, lean on your friends, lean on your homies for their perspectives, but realize it, it's all relative. Everyone's experiences are unique. So, you know, so let them consider what works for them and let yourself figure out what works for you. Don't take all those articles you read too seriously. Don't take those memes on Instagram seriously. You know, stop letting your friend who, honest to God, is convinced that an Aries can't date a Virgo or whatever. You know, don't let that influence you. Don't listen to your friend who says you have to wait three days before calling or texting, or you have to, oh, you got to remain distant and a little mysterious, or, no, you should definitely order for her at dinner, like anything like that. Like, figure that shit out for yourself. You know, don't buy into the hype or assume anything until you experience it yourself and make that decision for yourself.
Now, random, but this ties into it. I will say that, you know, to my point, I've gone on a fair amount of dates this past year, met a lot of lovely girls, talked to a lot of people. And for some reason, there's this consensus going around that I'm a fuckboy. Their words, not mine. An assumption that's developed before even people even meet me. And I've heard this on several occasions that some girls think I'm a fuckboy before they meet me. And usually, that's based on a quick glance at my Instagram um, which, okay, maybe I can get that. I think you know, all the rips and zips and, and selfies, um, you know, that maybe that's what's doing it. Uh, or maybe something I said in a text, like I do tend to use the, the uh, bicep emoji a lot. So maybe that's it. Uh, never saying anything inappropriate or douchey, but maybe just the overuse of the emoji. I don't know. Uh, all I know is that I went on a date like last year with a girl I met on an app and over drinks, she said that her and her roommates had a bet going that I was going to be like a huge tool just based on their initial assumption of me. Uh, I can't help but like laugh that off because I I certainly don't think I am. And following that date, she agreed and said that I was a nice boy. She said, nice boy. She could tell her mom that. But my point here is twofold. One, I'm not a fuckboy, so let that be known. And two, more importantly, stop buying into all the hype and assumptions and red flags you're told about. Frankly, they're probably not true. Until you have the chance to get to know someone and have a true, legit conversation with them, don't think too much in anything. Don't overthink things. Don't jump to conclusions. And I say this because I think at this point, we all do some like social stalking, something on social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, before meeting someone before going on a date, um, on a dating app or sliding into the DM, you know, it's kind of become part of dating culture now. So don't think too much about it. Figure that out for yourself. You know, just because a dude posts banging selfies and emoji biceps doesn't mean he's a fuckboy. Just because a girl posts Marilyn Monroe quotes, loves pretty little liars in Starbucks doesn't mean she's basic. You know, you can come to those conclusions yourself. Just give it a shot first and then trust your gut from there. And that's my third point here, which is just that, to trust your gut. And this is a big one, and and it's really in line with my first point around the power that dating around and figuring shit out can have in empowering you to grow. It helps you get to a point where you're more in tune with yourself and what you want, a point where you stop thinking uh, with your dick, for lack of a better term or whatever the female equivalent would be here, and you start thinking deeper to trust your gut, to trust your heart. You know, when it comes to dating around, you have to get to a point where you're moving, you're moving in the direction of what's best for you, where you start to lean into what your heart tells you. If it tells you that a person is good for you at this point in your life, then go for it. If not, then it's, you know, thank you next. You know, I've learned this firsthand. And I think it's really true. I've learned that it's, it's so much better to follow your heart than to follow your dick or your brain, whatever you want to call it here. It's better to like hurt get hurt yourself or even hurt someone else as a result of following your heart than it is to waste your time or their time, you know, not thinking things through. And I look back over, you know, 10 years of relationships and dating, and I've definitely made some uh, bad decisions. No offense to, to anyone who's listening who I've <laughs> dated or interacted with. Um, I made poor decisions, you know, where the writing was on the wall, where my heart was giving me the uh, the matumbo, no, 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 but my my mind was somewhere else and I trusted it instead. And, you know, the result was not a good experience, wasted time, you know, regret. But, you know, leaning into your heart saves time. It saves time, which in turn allows you to move on to the next experience so you can then get closer and closer to finding that right person. You know, so listen to your heart. 
and you might ask, you know, what advice do I have for you on the subject? Well, here I, I, I'm going to borrow from uh, Mark Manson. He's a great blogger. I really respect him and I love his stuff. He talks a lot about this and I've taken his advice to heart, really embraced it. He calls for this idea of, of fuck yes or fuck no that helps you avoid living in a gray area where you're not sure what to do, you're not sure how someone feels about you, anything like that. And he explains it as follows. He says, the fuck yes or fuck no rule states that when you want to get involved with someone new in whatever capacity, they must inspire you to say fuck yes in order for you to proceed with them. It also states that when you want to get involved with someone new in whatever capacity, they must respond with a fuck yes in order for you to proceed with them. The rule implies that both parties must be enthusiastic about the prospect of one another's company. Why? Because attractive, non-needy, high self-worth people don't have time for people who they are not excited to be with and who are not excited to be with them. And I love that. I think it's super simple. I love that last part. And I've really lived that the past year of, of my life. And the result for me is I've moved on from people who don't, who aren't that into me. Uh, I don't pursue people just to win or for ego. I do it intentionally, intentionally. You know, and this idea of fuck yes or fuck no is powerful because it forces you to think things through and be introspective. I've learned that when it comes to relationships, you don't, or dating, you don't always know though. You know, I'm usually one to give people a second chance because sometimes people are nervous on a first date or just off. And the fuck yes or fuck no rule doesn't require things to be super black and white or obvious. You know, nothing's really that way in life. It just means, you know, to listen to yourself. And if you think something is there, possibly there, if you think there's an opportunity, then that's a fuck yes until you know otherwise, you know, and that can mean, okay, let's see where this go. That could, that, that can be a fuck yes, you know, but at the same time, I've said it before, like I used to kind of be a bit of an emotional robot where I wouldn't know fuck yes or fuck no at all. Like someone would ask me how a date went and I would be like, ah, it was good. You know, she was really cute, really nice. But that's that's lame. You know, that's a fast route to just being in the middle in the gray. You know, that the this mentality of trusting your gut is about getting you out of your lukewarm state of mind. You know, being lukewarm and liking everyone you go on a date with is lame. And that means that you don't have a strong sense of self. You know, you don't like everything in life. How can you like everyone? It doesn't make sense. You know, if that's what you're saying, that means you don't really know what you're looking for. So, I'd encourage you to go back to step one. You know, being indifferent or just easily entertained isn't really a great quality. No offense. It's your job to figure your shit out. It's your job to figure out what you want in someone else. You know, it's not really their job to make that known for you. That's why, again, I'm all about meeting new people, going on dates, embracing that that hoe phase. Because that phase teaches you to observe and look for things in other in other people. And that's a skill that you can grow and nurture. You don't just wake up and know what you want. And more importantly, you don't just wake up and know how to spot it in other people. You have to learn how to spot it, what it looks like, what it means to you. And again, that comes from experience. And that leads me to my last point. I think this episode is going to be a little bit longer than any other episode, but I'm really just skimming the surface here. Um, I think there's, there's a lot of different things that I could talk about, but maybe I'll do it in a different episode. My last point is something that I post a lot on Pursuit about. It's that as you get older, you start to pay a lot more attention to mindset rather than looks. And I think that's a powerful piece of advice that I can give you. Mindset matters. Your vibe matters. Your personality matters. Your brain matters. 
yeah, being good looking is fun. Yeah, being with someone who's good looking is fun. You know, being beat isn't any fun. I think we could agree with that. But John Mayer, when he said uh, something once, he said, if you're pretty, you're pretty. But the only way to be beautiful is to be loving. Otherwise, it's just congratulations about your face. And I really like that. But I found it to be true. And I could sit here all day and talk about um, relationships and dating or, you know, so much more than looks. And you could be like, all right, it's bullshit case. Um, and I'd be like, okay, honestly, I'm still learning to fully embrace this. But in all seriousness, I think this is really, really true. Mindset. I mean, I, after all, I am the dude who has a podcast about mindset. It's obviously important to me. And it's come to be so much more important to me and who I date and who I ultimately want to be with. And I think you should consider that more as well and realize how important it is. And again, nothing I can really say can convince you of this. But I will say that if you embrace my first point from earlier, namely, you know, focusing on being a better you, you'll come to realize this naturally on your own. Be, you know, you'll come to realize how important the other things are in your life for you. And if it's important for you, then you want those things in someone else and it goes round and round. So I'll end here. There's tons of other things that I could talk about in regards to dating or relationships, but I'll leave you with this to focus on you and just see dating and meeting other people as an opportunity to do that, to focus on you. See it as an opportunity to build your self-respect and to help you discover more about yourself, to help you come into your own, to become your best self. A, a point of growth where you apologize for nothing and you say what you feel and mean what you say, where it's either fuck yes, fuck no, or thank you next. You know, doing that is a powerful thing. When you, and when you combine that with an enthusiasm for seeking experiences and thick skin, I'm just really confident that you'll come to attract the right people into your life and you'll be able to quickly weed out those who aren't right for you. So that's it. I'll do another dating episode in the near future. But for now, I'd, I'd love to know what you thought about this. Go ahead, tag me, comment, slide into the DM on Instagram at case.kenny. Let me know what you think. I loved all your feedback so far when I did a quick post today on your on your dating or relationship advice. So I'd love to know. I'd love to know a bit more. So until next episode, I'm out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.